0: Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and today my guest is Penny Kaler. Penny is a volunteer volunteer. With Wild and Free, the uh, Wildlife Rehabilitation Service. Penny, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Hey, uh, real quick for our listeners that might not be familiar with Wild and Free, Mm -hmm. um, tell us about yourselves.
1: I'd be happy to. Wild and Free is a, a wonderful organization started many years ago by Dr. Deb Escadal, who operates out of the uh, Garrison Animal Clinic in Garrison, Minnesota. And what we do is we rescue, rehabilitate, uh, and then return to the wild any wounded or orphaned animals that are brought to us by the the, the caring public, animal lovers out there who might find an animal who's wounded or in need of help. So it's a wonderful mission, and uh, uh, the vets do a great job of running them through the medical procedures, and then we feed them, and eventually most of them get sent back out to where they are supposed to be.
0: And when you say we, that, of course, is that (laughs) very large group of volunteers like yourself because you're a nonprofit organization. We
1: are. We're nonprofit. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we have a small army of volunteers. They do a great job year-round feeding, which is the biggest part of being a volunteer. Um, and, and on that note, I guess I should say, we always need volunteers. And with spring coming up, we'll be having a spring training. So if anyone out there listening is a real animal lover, this is a great place to jump in and and uh, help us out.
0: Yeah. And, and you probably should explain a little further because uh, especially for – uh, certain animals, uh, you do not want them to get used to humans.
1: Oh, exactly. So yeah. when you
0: talk about this training, it's to find out how to handle it. Like bears, right. you might have to wear a costume just to yes. feed them. I mean, yep. Yep. it's it's a rather uh, interesting thing it, that you do. It
1: is. It's quite an operation. Yeah. And uh, the goal, of course, is to return them to the wild. And they're fragile Even though they are wild animals, we think them as strong and tough, and they are in their own way. But the more they're handled by people, the less chance they have of actually being rehabilitated. So a couple of things. Uh, Yes, when you're trained, you learn how to handle them. Uh, We don't pet them. We don't talk to them. We don't name them. When it's a bear, we wear a bear costume so that the silhouette uh, does not become recognizable. We don't want them to associate people with food. Yeah. So, um, And the other thing is we have a, an ongoing issue, small though, uh, and getting better where where people keep wild animals because they're pretty endearing. Mm. And then when they get a little bit big or more difficult to handle, like yeah. a raccoon, for sure. example. Yeah. I mean, they're cute when they're tiny babies, but they grow. Mm. And uh, once they're tamed, they are not we can't rehabilitate them. They can't be returned to the wild. So, if you ever run into one, hear of one, know of one, see one, find one, call us, and we'll we'll walk you through the what to do's right then.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, uh, when is the training coming up for those yes. that are interested yep. in maybe being a volunteer? And
1: back to that, uh, right. the training's coming up in April. We'll have a couple weekends. Uh, there's a lot of ways to volunteer. The training mostly focuses on how to feed them because that's kind of the up close and personal and a little more involved. But um, if you don't want to feed, you can uh, transport. Somebody might call and say, we have an owl on the ground in Pine River. Are you free to go pick him up? And you say yes, and then you bring the owl back. We run you again through the drills. You're not just going in cold. But it's a it's a good opportunity to help out. Um, the feeding, I mentioned that again. That's the biggie. Uh, also helping with fundraising. Because we're a nonprofit, we do a lot of fundraising throughout the year. So uh, it's important to have people available to organize and help us out with all of those events.
0: Yeah. If we want to find out more about volunteering, can we go to the website and get some good information there?
1: And that's probably the best place to go, and that's wildandfree.org. Wild and free spelled out, all lowercase, wildandfree.org. Everything is pretty much there, plus a lot of great pictures. But how to become a member, and membership is $20 for an individual, 30 for a family, 50 for a business, or you can be a lifelong member for $300. And there always is a lot going on and a lot to see on that website. So contact information would be there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's a... You mentioned memberships, but what a great way to support the cause. Oh, and maybe you yes. can't volunteer or can't be there, but to support, that's right. a great way to do it, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got, uh, gosh, I had the number down. I want to say between 550 and 600 members right now. Wow. So that's a big deal. Yeah. And that's a nice way to support us if if you're interested. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Or uh, you can adopt. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to forget to say that.
0: Yeah, uh, tell you us can, about the adoption process. Yeah,
1: that's kind of fun. You can adopt a wild animal, and and uh, I always like to say that it doesn't mean you have to take them home and put them in your backyard or your <laughs> living room or something. But um, yeah, it's a hundred dollars, and then you get naming rights and bragging rights, and you get an eight by ten glossy and a little bit of the backstory on that particular animal. So, for example, my husband and I adopted a bear one Christmas for each other as a Christmas present. Then we got to name it and we had the picture and everything. And that was kind of fun. And we do have, we've had a lot of bears this year. So, if you want to adopt a bear, We got them.
0: Now is the time. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Penny, I think if I remember reading your newsletter, you had a very busy year in 2018 with more animals than you've seen in the past, was.
1: Yes. And we was up about 10% from the year before. And for some reason, and I I don't really know why, but we had a plethora of bears this year. And we still have five left. Four of whom have hibernated and are sleeping. One who's kind of in and out, and we're letting her. She's a little behind, so we're letting her sleep. But now with warmer weather, she comes out to eat. We're we're still feeding her because mm-hmm. I have to get to a certain weight. So yeah, we had a, a a banner year as far as the number of animals that came through and were treated. And gosh, Dr. Katie Barado and Dr. Deb Escudal do such a great job. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's really good to see.
0: Yeah. And um I know you also work with the DNR and the Raptor Center. You have a lot of partners you, in this too, bet. don't you? We
1: do. It's a it's a pervasive effort. And it's great because there are a lot of times when, for example, an eagle or an owl uh might have gotten too much damage to be sent back out into the wild. Maybe their wing didn't you know, was broken so badly that they can't fly. So we have a lot of educational centers where some of these animals are sent so they can be I appreciate it that way, and uh, that's a good team. Plus, a lot of times they'll go to the Raptor Center if we get overloaded. And uh, so, yeah, it's a, it is a big team effort all the way around from the volunteer, from the little baby mice we save <laughs> to the volunteer <laughs> to, the, to the Raptor Centers and beyond. Wow! Yeah, uh,
0: and, and uh, if I was reading that news letter correctly, you had quite a cross-section of northern Minnesota animals this oh, year. I mean, you mentioned the the bear already, but I know you always get a lot of deer. But then, I mean, from fox. And, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. As I wrote down the list, actually, because it was pretty big. So I'll just read this fast. 680 animals, Wow, 10% up from the year before. And we had bear, bobcat, fox. Fox, coyote, raccoon, fawns, eagles, hawks, ducks, loons, geese, turkey vultures—three turkey vultures. Wow, it's kind of interesting. Owls and swans, and then we had a bittern, and I had to look that one up. It looks sort of like a a small heron or an, an egret, yeah. different coloring. But and then we had tree frogs and turtles and bats and mice and songbirds galore. So it's a pretty. Amazing variety that we deal with, and uh, again, kudos to not only the the volunteers who do the the hands on but the vets who do that all that all the work to make it better
0: yeah uh, in addition to uh, memberships and and raising money through your fundraisers, mm-hmm. uh, people can make contributions. And not only money, but you accept uh, also, uh, you you know, uh, in-kind donations. And I know you have a wish list that's posted on your newsletter. Uh,
1: Always the donations uh, in any way, shape, or form are appreciated. And uh, uh, one of the things that we're working on right now with donations, and we've made good headway this last year, is trying to get a flight pen put up. So, we're working on plans for construction for that. That's, I think, going to move forward this year. It's a big deal because we get so many raptors. This is a way to sort of test fly them before we actually try to set them free. So, it's good for really good for the animals that we can do that. And uh, it's going to be a nice, a nice way to sort of ratchet up. The Raptor program be, being able to test fly them, so that's going to get built. Yeah, yeah. So, a
0: flight pen. Yeah, got, huh?
1: so it's like a long I me mean, a long narrow flight pen, and I've actually seen Doctor Deb do this one time. They did it at the back of the clinic, which is a long hallway, and the bird they wanted to see if it could fly. So one of the technicians. It was a small hawk. Let it go. And it flew right towards Dr. Deb, and she snagged it by the feet, and it sat on her shoulder. And so then we knew it could fly, and I was in awe. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that that would happen. But wow. the flight pad's going to be longer. so a lot more flight time, better chance to assess, and just safer all the way around. So that's a big deal. So that's where a lot of the money is going. But, yes, we always need other things, too. Paper towel, trash bags, stamps. um we need a uh, a Mac Airbook if anyone's interested, mm. and we also need leather working gloves, leather work work gloves. So, yeah, if you if you have something and you think it's something we could use, bring it in. Okay. Garrison Animal Hospital,
0: headquartered there. Yeah, headquartered there. Right. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned fundraisers, and I know yep. that's another thing you do as a nonprofit. And you've got one we here do. coming up later this month, do you not?
1: We do, on February 20th. This is going to be at the Jack Pine Brewery, and uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza is going to bring some food. There'll be beer tastings and uh, from 5 to 8. Yeah, Pints and, for uh, a Purpose,
0: I think they call that. Pints
1: for a Purpose, yeah. yeah. And we just did something similar in Crosby at the Kayuna uh, Brewery and the... Crosby uh, Iron Range uh, Eatery supplied some food, and that was a very successful event. That's kind of a new take on our event fundraising. We do always, always, we're at the Oktoberfest at Rutgers, and we do a Ripple River Art Gallery, and we have a huge garage sale coming up in May. It's opening fishing weekend always. And uh, that's so, yeah, we have maybe what, 8, 10, 12 fundraisers during the year and during the year. And so, a lot of the money comes from those too. So, it's a, as with the work end of it, it's the donation and the money, the fundraising. That's a big money end of it. And it all goes to the animals. All goes to the animals.
0: Neat. Um, I know also you have some great volunteers that uh, go out and make presentations. Oh,
1: gosh, yes.
0: So, schools Thank you for- or uh, maybe service clubs or. JCs. Yeah. Uh,
1: Lakeshore Associations, a good partnership there. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Bob and Shar Robel have been doing this for a number of years. They have a great PowerPoint presentation and uh, wonderful stories to tell, lots of pictures to share. They can cur- tailor make a, a presentation for your organization if you want something a little shorter or a little longer, uh, but they're great and it's just fascinating to, to hear them uh, and see their pictures. Cool. So we'd love to get more people involved with that. So if you have a service organization or maybe even a school or whatever if you think that we could fit in, give us a call. We'd be happy to show up.
0: Okay. And I'm sure all your contact information is again on the website.
1: On the website, you bet.
0: wildandfree.org.
1: Right. And I do have a telephone number. Hmm. It is uh this is the Garrison Animal Clinic. It's uh 320-692- Four one eight zero three two zero six nine two four one eight zero, so yeah, and we're on Facebook, so you can find us there too also there's a way Amazon smile to donate through Amazon for any shopping that you do with Amazon online, and lots of ways to jump in all right, all fun, all good if you love animals, we want to see you
0: all right, well', write that down uh. February 20th, Jack Pine Brewery, Pines right. for a Purpose, and right. uh, the volunteer training coming up in April, April. you uh-huh. said. So. I'll have
1: more dates on that at the next okay. broadcast, yeah. And,
0: and again, we can keep watching that website. You bet. April will be here yeah. before we know now it. I Knock know. But
1: be a little warmer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good. All right. Penny, anything else that we should talk about with Wild and Free?
1: I don't think so. I think that kind of covers it. I wanted to be sure and talk about volunteers and training and the wish list and... Don't forget about calling us if you want a presentation done. I think that pretty much is what I had lined up to talk about.
0: Very good. Well, folks, again, we encourage you to find out more. Go to wildandfree.org. And, Penny, thank you so much for being a volunteer, and thanks for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me. And it's wonderful to have this forum to be able to talk about Wild and Free. So thanks very, very much.
0: You're very welcome. Penny Kaler is a volunteer with Wild and Free. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And a reminder, of course, Community Focus available anytime simply by going to our website at 1067wjjy.com.